0: Hello, Priatelia. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast Learn Slovak and More. This show is about learning Slovak language, Slovak culture, traditions, and everything in between. I am your host Božena, a native of Slovakia, Slovak language teacher, and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you learn Slovak language at your best. This is Season 1 and Episode 8. Do you have a memory of a place where you spent your teenage years and had an absolute blast? Do you ever go back to that place? In today's episode, I will share a fun fact with you about my favorite place to go when I was in high school. In the Slovak lesson, you will learn about the Slovak adjectives as well as more numbers. So, what do you say? Tak, čo povietě? I say, poďme na to. Let's go after it. Podme NATO Hello Avita! I'm so glad to have you here. If this is the first time you are here, click the button subscribe or follow in your app podcast and later leave a review about the part you enjoyed the most. I appreciate your feedback a lot. If you want to re-listen your favorite part of this podcast, go to the timestamps to skip to the section you are interested in. Now, let's go to today's fun fact. Do you know which lake in Slovakia was called the Slovak Sea? If you remember, in the episode 3, when I was talking about the beauties of Slovakia, I told you that Slovakia doesn't have any sea, but some big lakes could certainly make up for the little impairment. And one of those lakes, with its seven beaches, happens to be called the Slovak Sea. Do you know the name of it? A little hint. It is in the region of my hometown, Michalovce. What a coincidence, right? And its name is... Zemplinska širava. Zemplinska is an adjective coming from the noun Zemplin, meaning Zemplin region, and Shirava means a vast land, approximately 33 square kilometers or 13 square miles. It has an average depth of 9.5 meter or 31 feet with a maximum depth of 15 meters, that would be around 47 feet, the length of the lake is approximately 17 kilometers, which is approximately 10.6 mile. Zemplinska Širava is located in the northern part of the Loveland of eastern Slovakia. This area is called Východoslovenská Nijina and belongs to the Michalovce district. It's not a natural lake, rather a water reservoir, but because of a very favorable local climate, it is primarily used for recreation. And a very favorable local climate means a hundred sunny days in summer. Well, that was the truth when I was growing up in Michalovce. I haven't checked that recently. But let's get back to Zemplinska Šireva. The main reason for this reservoir was to reduce the level of the centuries-old flooding pattern. In the past, the locality was called the Mat of Vihorlat. Vihorlat is the name of the mountain above that area. Every spring, when snow melted, all the streams and rivers coming from the hills of Vihorlat would dump water right there in the depression of the lowland. Growing up, I saw old pictures of people trying to move around that area. Their legs were stuck in the mud almost up to their knees. I have to say that in the past there were many discussions about what to do about those floods. The first discussions about the need to build a retention reservoir in this area of the lowlands actually started before the Second World War. Then the war started and the thoughts were abandoned. Oh, something just came to my mind, a little fun fact. Do you know what the Germans use this area of today's Enprinskashirava for? I bet you that the majority of locals don't know the answer either. Why? Because there are not that many people still alive that would remember it, and because younger people think of this place as a summer beach. Here is the answer. Plains. Germans used it as a field airport. The German Air Force was preparing to attack Poland from Slovakia. The landing area is currently flooded by Zemplinska Širava. The airport was built in the summer of 1939. Poland was invaded on September 1st, 1939. And since the Luftwaffe planned to use it only for the Polish invasion, they adapted its infrastructure accordingly. That means it was not used for other purposes. But let's get back to the building of Zemplinska Shirava. The construction of the reservoir began in April 1962 and was ceremoniously handed over for use in August 1966, even though it was not completed to the highest satisfaction. But it was ready to tame the spring floods, It was also ready as a source of water for irrigation for agriculture and as a reservoir that was to provide enough water in laborets used to cool the military thermal power plant. The last reason used to be a secret of the former communist leadership. Over time, the reservoir began to be used for fishing, sports and recreational purposes. And this is the time when my happy summertime memories come in. My friends from high school and I could not wait for the summer to come so we could go to the beaches of Zemplinska Shirava. Seven beaches and three of them were partially covered with sand, just like the beaches by a real sea. And that's why it was called the Slovak Sea. There was so much to do. In addition to camping, sun tanning, and swimming in the lake, you could play volleyball, badminton, go on a sightseeing boat, windboarding, sailing. And in the evening, there was an amusement park to go to, or an open-air movie theater, concerts in the amphitheater, and discuss. Discuss every night, only from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. on weekdays. Don't forget it was the communist era but on Saturdays from 8 p.m. to midnight. I love dancing, so that was a big deal for me and most of my friends. Yes, you can call me the Dancing Queen. Thank you very much. So, even though the government originally didn't think that Zemplinska Širava would be a good place for vacation, already in 1973, just seven years after finishing it, the lake exceeded 1.5 million people per season, and 10 years later, it clamped to 2 million. It got really popular among the Slovaks and Czechs, but more and more holidaymakers came from the surrounding countries of the Eastern Bloc, like Hungary, Poland. Germany, the Ukraine, and others. (music) Moving on to talk about gender of Slovak adjectives. Adjectives usually end in a long vowel, except when a long vowel or diphthong precedes the last syllable. We have three genders, of adjectives, just like three genders of nouns in Slovak language masculine, feminine, and neuter. So, masculine adjectives in the singular ends in y, and it's a long vowel y. Feminine adjectives end in a long vowel a, pronounced a, and neuter adjectives end in a long vowel e, which is pronounced e. Eh. Let's see how it really works. I am going to pronounce all three genders, one after another one. That means I'll say masculine, feminine and neuter. And then you will have a chance to practice it. So let's try it. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Dobrý, dobrá, dobré, meaning good. Repeat. Dobri dobrá, dobré. Number two, Zli, Zla, Zle, meaning bad. Repeat, Zli, Zla, Zle. One more time, Zli, Zla, Zle. Number three, Pekni, Pekna, Pekne, meaning pretty. Repeat, Pekni, Pekna, Pekne. One more time, pekni, pekna, pekne. Number four, novi, nova, nove, meaning new. Repeat, novi, nova, nove. One more time, novi, nova, nove. Number five. Stari, Stara, Stare, meaning old. Repeat. Stari, Stara, Stare. One more time. Stari, Stara, Stare. Number six. Mladi, Mlada, Mlade meaning young. Repeat. Mladi, mlada, mlade. One more time. Mladi, mlada, mlade. Number seven. Velki, velka, velke, meaning big. Repeat. Velki, velka, Velke One more time. Velki Velka Velke Number eight. Mali Mala Male Meaning small. Repeat Mali Mala Male One more time. Mali Mala Alright, I am reminding you that all these were adjectives in the singular. We'll learn adjectives in plural later on. Now let's uh, learn more numbers. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Jedenašt, meaning 11. Repeat, Jedenašt. One more time. Jedenašt. Dvanast meaning twelve. Repeat. Dvanast. One more time. Dvanast. Trinast, meaning thirteen. Repeat. Three nast. One more time. Three nast. meaning fourteen. Repeat, štrnást. One more time, štrnást. Petnást, meaning 15. Repeat, petnást. One more time, petnást. Šestnást, meaning 16. Repeat chestnast. One more time, chestnast. Sigimnast, meaning seventeen. Repeat Sigimnast. One more time, Sigimnast. Osemnast, meaning eighteen. Repeat Osemnast. One more time, Osemnast. Divet nast, meaning nineteen. Repeat, Divet One more time, Divet nast. Dvatsat, meaning twenty. Repeat, Dvatsat. One more time, dvadcať. So, those were the numbers from 11 to 20. In Slovak numbers, you have the last four letters, nást. So, it's usually one was jeden, then you put there nást. So, it's jeden nást. Dva, dva nást. Trí, trínást. Štyri, nast, Peť, petnást. Šest, šestnást. Sedem, nast. 8-18-9, 19-20. 8 18 9 19 20 So, let's move now to our little story. Pastier Michal, časť 1. Niekde vo svete je svetadiel Evrópa, Niekde v tej Európe je krajina Slovensko. Niekde na východe Slovenska je malá osada a v tej osade žije mladý muž, ktorý sa volá Michal. Náš príbeh sa odohráva v minulosti asi okolo 11. storočia. Michal je pastier, má asi 27 rokov a má na starosti asi 100 oviec zo svojej osady. Michal je vysoký mladý muž, má hnedé oči, tmavohnedé vlasy a krátke hnedé fúzy. On je zdravý a veľmi mocný. Michal je ženatý a má 5 detí. Každé ráno Michal vstáva s východom slnka. Každé ráno vyháňa ovce z celej svojej dediny na pastvu hore nad dedinou. Každé ráno mu jeho manželka zabali do plátenej utierky jednoduché raňajky. Michalové raňajky sú vždy to isté. Dva kúsky chleba, trochu slaniny a malá cibuľa. Michal si ich dá do pastierskej kapsy a zavolá na svojho psa. Pes sa volá Dunčo. Potom všetci, Michal, ovce. A pes Dunčo odchádzajú. Keď príde Michal s so ostádom na miesto pasenia, sadne si do trávy a začne jesť svoje raňajky. Všade je kľud a pokoj. Toma má Michal rád. Ovce sa pomalí pasú. Dunčo pozera na Michala a oblizuje sa. Aj on chce slaninu. Michal sa zasmeje a hodí mu trocha slaniny. Keď sa Michal naje, zajde k blízkemu potoku a napije sa vody. Voda je studená a osviežujúca. Michal to má rád. Potom vytiahne píšťalku a hrá na nej svoje obľúbené melódie. Niekedy si aj trocha pospí. Vtedy pes Dunčo musí strážiť ovce, aby sa niekde nestratili. Keď je už slunko vysoko na oblohe, Michal obchádza stádo oviec a pozerá dolu kopcom. Čaká na svojho syna. Jeho syn sa volá Janko a každý deň mu nosí obed. Aha, tam ide Janko. Keď Janko príde k Michalovi slušne pozdraví. Dobrý deň, otec. Dobrý deň aj tebe, sinček môj, povie Michal. Ako to dnes ide? Pýta sa Janko. Dobre, máme pekné počasie, ovce sú pokojné, povie Michal. A ako to ide doma? Dobre, len Jožko dnes veľa plače. Mama hovorí, že mu asi rastú zuby. Michal iba pokyvé hlavou, a pozrie do úzlička, v ktorom je obed. Čo máme dnes na obed? Pýta sa. Halušky so sladkou kapustou sú veľmi chutné, povie Janko. Chceš trocha? Pýta sa Michal. Ja som už mal, ale tam si ešte trošku, keď môžem, hovorí Janko. Michal sa usmeje a podá Jankovi lyžicu. Janko zje trochu halušiek a potom dá lyžicu naspäť otcovi. Zavolá Nadunča a chvíľu sa spolu hrajú. Po obede Michal u čianka hrať na píšťalke. A keď sa slnko schýlie k západu, ženu stádo oviec naspäť do dediny. Keď prídu domov, je už skoro tma. Najprv sa umijú, potom navečerajú. Po večeri sa Michal hrá so staršími deťmi a jeho manželka sa stará o Jožka, najmladšie dieťa ich rodiny. A takto ako si vyzerá skoro každý deň pastiera Michala. Alright, to je všetko prednešok. That is all for today. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I'm so grateful that you listened to the end of this episode. I will be back next week with more. Check out the notes of my podcast. And please tell everyone about this podcast so they can enjoy it too. To get the free copy of the full transcript of the story, send an email with subject Shepherd Michals family. Shepherd Michals family to my email hello at boženaslobak.com. Also check my Instagram at Bozenas Thank you and until I hear from you again, ciao. ďakujem a dopochutia.